A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Would you be the jerk if you tried to send your kid to that camp? We'll get to that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for uninviting my mother-in-law from Thanksgiving because she refuses to eat my cooking? This year, I, 32-year-old female, am hosting Thanksgiving at my house, and I've been working all month on coming up with the menu and testing all my recipes. I'm so excited to share my cooking with my family, and my husband, 35-year-old male, has been supportive and helpful through all the planning and prep work. I've bought all the ingredients, and I have a beautiful variety of dishes planned both traditional and a few unique additions. Well, today, my husband dropped the bombshell on me that his mother-in-law wants to bring her own dinner to eat when she comes over. I asked him why she should need to bring her own food when I'll have more than enough here. He just made excuses saying that I know how his mother is a grade A picky eater and she won't like anything I've prepared. I thought that was ridiculous. I'm not making anything unfamiliar to her and there will be plenty to choose from. He argued that her bringing her own dinner would be a good compromise, and I disagree. It will be hugely obvious that she's making a comment on my cooking, and it would be humiliating to have her there eating something completely different in front of everyone. It's like she's trying to make a point of showing that my cooking isn't good enough for her. I think she's being incredibly rude and disrespectful of the time, money, and labor I've put into this upcoming meal. I told him if she can't eat anything here, then she's welcome to stay at home and eat whatever she wants. My husband's now calling me insensitive and petty. He says I'm ruining the holiday. I don't see it that way. I only want friends and family around who are appreciative and kind. I don't need the negativity of someone rejecting everything I've cooked and insulting my cooking when I've worked so hard. This has truly been a labor of love, and I took on this responsibility to share that love with my family and friends. Am I the jerk for not wanting my mother-in-law to come if she's going to reject everything I've made? I think OP's not the jerk here because this isn't a situation where OP's cooking is clearly bad, and this isn't a situation where there's dietary restrictions that aren't being respected. This is like going to a restaurant just to sit at the table, and when you sit down you break out your happy meal that you brought with you. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting the chance to decide whether or not somebody is an absolute jerk, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for offering two different kinds of cake at our wedding? My husband Josh, 29, and I, 27, just had our wedding a couple weeks ago, and we mostly got good feedback, until today we've heard that a lot of people have been smack-talking the cake behind our backs. Josh and I were originally going to have a smaller wedding at a resort. We were fortunate enough to be given some money to invite extra guests. So we decided to expand the wedding and have some of our second cousins and their kids and some friends that we otherwise don't get to see as often. We're on a budget, so we decided to keep the fancy cake, the cutting cake for the pictures, not the real cake, for immediate family and the pastor and a few members of the wedding party that we've known for the longest. We gave them the cake in boxes to take home though, so they wouldn't be eating it in front of everyone else. 
minus the pastor because he flew out from a ways and he's vegan so he couldn't eat the dinner and we wanted him to have something to eat before it got too late. We got a couple of sheet cakes. One was vanilla and buttercream with rosettes. And then there was another sheet cake of pineapple chocolate chunk, especially for Josh's side of the family, because they spend a lot of time in Florida. We found out from talking with family that there was a lot of full slices left behind on people's plates of the pineapple cake, which the servers would not take home with them, so we noticed you can see it in a lot of the pictures. We were having too much fun to notice at the time. We loved catching up with all of our guests. Apparently Josh's family didn't like the cake that we thought they would, and there's been some unkind words behind our backs. We got a text from Josh's uncle that wasn't meant for us to see, and it really stung. We're unsure where to go from here and what to say. The cake didn't go off like we hoped, but we think they're being unnecessarily mean. By the way, there was a full dinner, three kinds of cheese, even Monterey Jack available, and an open bar that didn't close until late. So I feel like we were pretty good to our guests on a shoestring budget. I think OP's not the jerk, but I think they went a little too all in on the pineapple cake. And I don't exactly know what pineapple has to necessarily do with Florida. If they were Hawaiian, I could understand that. I mean, everybody knows pineapple can be a pretty divisive food. People might be a lot more divisive on pairing pineapple and chocolate than you think they would. Lord knows how they feel about pineapple on pizza. Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling the cops and causing him to be taken in? For taking my car key and using it while I was sleeping? So I've been seeing this guy, 30 year old male, Kevin, for several of months now. We visit each other weekly, and last week he spent the night with me. Next morning I woke up at 9am and couldn't find him, nor my car. I searched for my car key that was at the bottom drawer in my son's room. I usually hide it in there, and no one knows about this secret place, but I couldn't find it. I freaked out and tried calling Kevin, but his phone was dead. So I ended up calling the police after waiting for like 10 minutes. Shortly after, I discovered that Kevin was found with my car at the supermarket's parking lot. He'd been taken in by authorities and the car was returned. He was fuming at me, saying I shouldn't have called the cops because he took the car to go buy us breakfast. In my defense, I said he never asked for my permission and I never gave him the okay to drive it. He argued that he thought I wouldn't mind, much less escalate and call the cops after he's done a nice thing for me and my son. He said he never had issues with cops, but because of me, now they thought he was a thief. We haven't talked since then. His brother keeps berating me saying I messed up and acted stupidly. Am I the jerk for freaking out and calling the cops? I didn't even know how he got the key. 100% not the jerk. Literally and figuratively, leave this guy in the rearview mirror and don't look back. This guy was very clearly snooping in your kid's room in your kid's drawers. Stole your car? Uh Uh-uh. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not going on a family vacation if my cousin brings her kids? Background, I, 28-year-old female, have been going to school full-time and working full-time and teaching fitness classes as a side gig for the past four years. The two years before that, I was juggling two to three jobs at a time to save up for school. I can count on one hand the number of small breaks I've had in the last six years, I'm very tired, but graduate in a few short weeks. The situation? Since my schedule's freeing up, my parents and two older sisters decided that we wanted to go on a week's vacation early next year. We've been planning and discussing, and so far it's just been the five of us. 
My mom called me this past weekend and said that my oldest sister wanted to invite my cousin on vacation with us and asked what I thought. I immediately said that I wouldn't be coming if she was too. My cousin has a two-year-old and a four-year-old and she would absolutely be bringing them if she came. I cannot imagine anything less relaxing than being on vacation with two toddlers. And as I said, I haven't been in vacation in six years. My mom said she agreed with me but was pretty neutral on the whole situation, but she would tell my sister that my cousin couldn't come. Flash forward to last night and my oldest sister called and told me I was a complete jerk for not letting my cousin come on vacation with us. She was raging. We got into a fight about it and haven't talked since. The rest of my family staying out of it. I think OP's not the jerk because they clarified that they personally are not going if the toddlers are there. I completely understand not wanting to go on a vacation if you're gonna have two cranky toddlers to basically co-babysit. This was an OP saying, don't invite her. This was OP saying, I just don't want to go if she's going to be there with the toddlers. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not giving my sister, who's a single mom, my share of inheritance? My 35-year-old female, last remaining grandmother passed away last month. That side of the family is Jewish, and it's customary to give inheritance to the grandkids in Jewish families. My sister, 27-year-old female, is a single mom of three, one with special needs. All have different dads, none are in the picture, one is in jail, another one was a one-night stand in Vegas, doesn't even remember his first name, and the other is just an unemployed deadbeat. She's drowning in debt, mostly medical bills for a special needs child, and got fired from multiple jobs due to always having to call out due to her special needs child having some medical emergency. She's months behind on rent, but the landlord hasn't evicted her because he feels sorry for her. My husband, 42-year-old male, and I are child-free by choice. While we aren't Vanderbilts by any stretch, we do have a comfortable lifestyle. We were going to use my portion of the inheritance for a down payment on a house. We live in an apartment, albeit a nice one, and to treat ourselves to a nice vacation in Europe. I've never been there, but darling husband and I've always wanted to go. My sister's portion of the inheritance will cover some of her debt. She wants to pay off creditors first because they're threatening to take her to court while the landlord is showing more leniency. But my family's saying that I should give her my share of the inheritance because that would cover almost all of her debt. She wasn't spending previously, it was mostly the mounting medical bills for my special needs nephew. And it's more important than a house because we're fine in our apartment and this is more urgent. I'm no prude or s-shamer, but the bottom line is, my sister was reckless in having unprotected sex with multiple men and getting pregnant by three separate ones who for various reasons can't or don't help, and that's not my fault. I don't feel my husband and I should have to sacrifice our dream of being homeowners, which is incredibly hard to do these days, and having to sacrifice this vacation I've always wanted to go on. I was responsible and think I made good choices and I don't think I should have to suffer consequences for her poor decisions. Am I the jerk? This is one of those situations where you're a darling angel if you do help them out, but you're also not liable to bail them out for where they've ended up after making the decisions they did. This isn't about shaming them, this isn't about sentencing them. I guess the question is, when you have this inheritance, 
Should you feel guilt for not just giving it to your sibling to bail them out? Should you feel guilt if you just use it for yourself to further yourself along when you're already functioning alright? While a lot of people might feel guilty, I don't think you have to feel guilt because of it and I don't think you're the jerk for keeping your inheritance to yourself. Like a lot of people point out, I'm willing to bet that any of those other family members that are shaming them or calling them out, if they had gotten that inheritance, they probably wouldn't be jumping hand over fist to also give it to OP's sister. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my daughter I won't be coming to her wedding? My baby daddy was a narcissistic jerk and was often emotionally abusive to me and made me cry regularly. We had a daughter, Mia, 22 year old female. He left when she was about 8, but regularly sent about $1,500 a month to watch her while he traveled the world. Mia would often cry about him missing her birthday, but he would make it up by sending her consoles and makeup, but it still hurt her that the guy didn't even bother showing up to her birthday. Mia's getting married soon, and we were working on the guest list, and when we were talking about who was walking her down the aisle, she would constantly switch the conversation, and me and my husband asked about it, and she said that she wants her bio dad to walk her down the aisle. My husband said, BS, I've been raising you forever, it's not fair, and Mia replied, my real dad bought me a car, he paid for my surgery, he even sent me money for a dog. My husband looked heartbroken and went out of the house and told me he was going to the bar. Mia looked at me and said, Sorry mom, but I want him. I know you and him have bad blood, but I want him to do it. I've been sending letters and he's been sending them back. I then said something I regretted. I said, If you invite him, I'm not giving you my wedding dress or coming. Mia started tearing up and said, Fine, don't come, and ran out. Now my family's calling me heartless. Now I feel alone. I think if you utterly despise this person, you don't want to associate them, you don't want to be near them, you have every right to say that you're not going, that you don't want to support something that in an indirect way kind of supports that guy. I mean, this guy was all around awful to OP, so I don't blame them for not going or not supporting it. Although I think OP would be the jerk if at any point they try to convince them or force their daughter to take their stepdad as the one walking them down the aisle. The daughter has every right to decide who is at and who participates in what way at their own wedding. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my partner his holiday, Thanksgiving, is not important to me and not celebrating? I'm English, living in the US whilst I finish my university course. As soon as I've finished, I plan on going home. My boyfriend's always said he'll come with me, especially because we're expecting a baby. I want the baby to grow up where I grew up more countryside, etc., so in about another two years. I'm seven and a half months pregnant, about as emotional as ever. His family is huge on Thanksgiving. We've only been together for one and it was a nightmarish. First, I couldn't really eat much since everything had meat in it, although that's weirdly common here, and they poked fun of my accent the entire time. I've spoken to him and them, said I don't appreciate the jabs, but got ignored. It's gotten even worse during pregnancy. I offered to bring food so I can eat and got told not to be difficult. I asked him to ask if they'd cook something, but once again got called difficult and fussy. The teasing's actually gotten worse during pregnancy. I've said to them I'd be fine staying here and living here in permanent housing, but my boyfriend... The one I'm apparently moving against his will, according to Comets, is insistent we move back to my home. I don't want to go this year, but as we're planning on moving back to my home in two years, 
My partner says that I should make sacrifices like he is. I'm just refusing. It's not important to me as it is to him, and obviously he's upset. Claims I've not tried to settle here, etc., and that his family's been welcoming and that it's important to him. Maybe I haven't tried to settle. I love the heat, because we don't get that at home half the time, but I miss the community that my area offered. I did say that we do roasts every Sunday, which is basically the same thing, but better, which was a joke, and that I don't feel, while pregnant, like spending the day being poked fun of and not even being able to eat. Am I the jerk? Best of luck to OP in their relationship because they seem to be downplaying all the concerns OP has. I think they're not the jerk. The family keeps poking fun of them, won't consider their dietary preferences, calls them difficult and laughs at them. Gee, I wonder why you don't want to go. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not telling my ex the gender of our baby? I personally don't want to know the gender of my baby, as I don't think it matters. My ex was previously uninterested in our baby and me, and made it clear he was only going to fulfill his financial obligations to our baby without playing a fatherly role. Since his family's found out, I suddenly have his full attention. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And so does our baby. His family's been asking me if I know the baby's gender yet, and they haven't been subtle about letting me know that they'd like me to find out. I've told them I don't want to know, but now my ex is demanding I find out. He told me he wants to know if I'm giving him a son, and has even tried to bribe me to find out for him. The last time he asked me, I told him he would find out once the baby is born. But he told me he wasn't going to wait that long and he had as much right as me to know our baby's gender. He thinks I'm going to let him come to my next appointment so he can find out, but I'm going to reschedule it instead. I think this is a really interesting discussion to be had where it's very easy to find out what the gender of your baby is, but I think it comes down to women's bodily autonomy. What are you going to do? Try to force her to get an ultrasound? Force the doctors to look for the gender and then tell you that answer when they don't consent to even finding out that information? Our next story is, would I be the jerk if I send my daughter to fat camp? I got in a huge argument with my ex-husband about this. My 14-year-old daughter, Abby, just hit 210 pounds. This started about a year and a half ago when me and my ex's divorce was finalized. Growing up, Abby was always an average weight until we went on 50-50 custody. When we were together, I would do the cooking and shopping. We ate a pretty good diet with some junk food thrown in. The divorce was kind of messy, but we sent the kids to therapy and it was doable. Abby started gaining weight when we went 50-50. 
At the beginning, I thought I was gaining weight before a growth spurt, but that wasn't the case. At my house, she was eating okay, but at her father's, it's all junk food. He doesn't cook, and to make it worse, he lives by, if it's on your plate, you eat it. So in short, he's giving her way too big portions of crap. I've talked to him so many times. I've tried to let her serve her own food amount instead of him loading up her plate. He will not budge. I got Abby into sports, which she enjoys for the most part, but it's not enough to stop the weight gain. I went to the doctor and nutritionist and it comes down to her basically eating three times the calories at her father's place. So, since Abby likes soccer, I found an overnight camp from Friday night to Sunday night, the days that he usually has Abby. Abby seemed on board with the idea, and this way her dad won't be feeding her or even really seeing her for the next couple of months. I informed him of the camp and that Abby wants to do it. It was a big argument that he circled around to her weight. He accused me of sending her to fat camp. So, am I the jerk? Considering A, it is great for her health, and B, the kid wants to do it, you're not the jerk. And if the father keeps fighting on this, I think this is something worth bringing up to CPS or the courts. I'm not sure what the ideal way to handle this is, but clearly the father's not caring for her health, specifically when they're visiting him and they're not even making an effort. Our next story is, am I the jerk for canceling my ex-boyfriend's plane ticket, leaving him homeless and unable to get to his family? A brief history, I met my now ex-boyfriend while doing volunteer work. Frankly, he's not been the nicest to me. He's just nice enough, just often enough to have had convinced me that he loved me. It's easier to see in retrospect. A few weeks before this incident, I booked both of us plane tickets to Germany. He needs to go there to stay with family, as he doesn't have anywhere to live now that his current lease is up. The plan was for him to fly one way and for me to go with him for a short stay and then return home by myself. We were supposed to leave today. Now onto what happened, in between his lease ending and flying abroad, X has been staying at a friend's house in a more rural town, and I was invited to visit while his friend was away. We got to the house and my ex started to make dinner for us. We were joking back and forth, being affectionate, and then in one moment, he flipped. I'd gone to hug him when he wanted to peel potatoes and he just started yelling. I honestly cannot come up with a bigger reason for him losing his temper aside from that hug. It was so out of the blue. And I'll admit, in that moment, I had a panic attack. My distress only served to escalate his anger. He told me to get out, that there was a bus stop down the street, and that I'd better hope to get there in time. I gathered my things and left, and thankfully did manage to catch a bus. After that initial period of shock, I realized I could never go back to him. I definitely couldn't go to a foreign country with him. I went to the airline's website to cancel my flights, and there was his booking too. I cancelled it in an impulsive, numb moment. I didn't even get a refund because it's an economy airline. A few days ago, he texted me as though nothing had happened, asking for his flight details. I replied that there was no flight, that of course I wasn't going to pay to go to Germany with him after what happened. He sent a long reply saying that I knew he had nowhere else to go, that I knew he was struggling with money, and that I'd effectively made him homeless, and he hopes I'm pleased with myself. I honestly didn't know what to say in return, but luckily I haven't heard from him since. I don't know if he's been able to get a flight himself, and a tiny part of me does worry for him. Am I the jerk? P.S. I paid for both of our tickets with my own money. 
We never discussed this explicitly, but I just assumed he would pay me back at some point. Since it's become quite clear that that was never going to happen, this may or may not contribute to my am I the jerk verdict. I'm not sure. I think OP's not the jerk, and I think OP did the absolute right thing here. I mean, out of nowhere, this guy like, like a troublesome dog just flipped and tried to bite your face off. I say cut them off, block them, don't look back, sorry. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my fiancé to wear a different dress to a work event? For background, my fiancé, 30-year-old cis female, works as an executive at a big company and gets to work from home in leggings and crop tops. She's regularly stating that she loves that about her job, that she can do dyed hair, tattoos, etc., and that they don't care. She also comes from generational wealth. She's also white, comes from plantation money. I do not. Trans, 29. I came from poverty and trailer trash and worked my way up to become a professor at a nice private college. I'm Latinx. I love my job. I can wear dyed hair and tattoos and piercings too, but I dress professionally. There was a nice work event to celebrate the fall quarter. The president of the college was there. It was in an art gallery downtown. Nice band, fancy cocktails. We were allowed to bring a guest. I was nervous as an out trans guy. I regularly face a lot of microaggressions in the workplace. Something my fiance knows and makes jokes about me being the token diversity hire. My fiancé picked out two dresses the night before and asked me what I thought. I picked the one that was flattering but not skin tight, nicer material, and hugged her body in more appropriate areas. She got upset, cried because I don't accept her as she is. The next day comes and I'm putting on my suit and tie. As I walk into the bathroom, I see her putting on the tight, less nice dress. We got into an argument. She put on the dress I picked. She didn't talk to me the whole night period. She looked beautiful, but later she said I was controlling, that she felt rejected for who she is. I found out she told her friends, who now think I'm a controlling, toxic fiancé. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk because this isn't some open invitation party that they're both going to. This is a place where there's kind of an expected dress code and was all about making impressions for OP. I feel like there's sometimes just a time and a place for certain outfits. This wasn't some like, no, you can never wear that, that's too promiscuous or whatever. It was just that for this event, for the impressions that it was going to make, it probably wouldn't have been appropriate. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to let my daughter invite her bio dad to her birthday and threatening to cancel it? I'm a mother of a 16, soon 17, daughter, Kelly. Her bio dad left when she was 4. It's complicated, but despite him being away, he still sent money or had his family help from time to time. I still struggled a lot raising her until I met my now husband, Christopher. Christopher's like a dad to Kelly. He's the only father figure she had. However, I found out that she's reconnected with her bio dad through his family, his mother, which I wasn't happy about, but I didn't make a fuss about it. Then she started mentioning him often and going to visit him while canceling plans to hang out with us, etc. Her justification is that her dad is sick, and might be, I say might because she's a child and may not know what it meant, terminal. She sees him at his friend's house where he's staying now. Christopher and I were planning her 17th birthday party at our house. Kelly told me that she'd like to have her bio dad come over to celebrate since he may not be able to be around next year. Christopher said no immediately. 
He said he won't let that man come into his house, which made Kelly cry, saying that we were robbing her of a last chance to make memories with her dad after finally finding him again. I told her that I don't feel comfortable having him come to the house and be in the same room as him. Her stepsister said that both me and Christopher are overreacting and that Kelly wants her dad to take part in her birthday so badly. Christopher left the house and I snapped at Kelly and threatened to cancel the whole thing. Later, when we calmed down, I suggested that she goes to celebrate with him, but she said her friends and their parents won't be able to attend. She also said that he can't throw her the party since he's sick. We had another argument and she started ignoring me and Christopher while staying in her room. She's saying she won't forgive me if I let her dad miss what could be her last birthday with him. Am I being unreasonable or is she? This is an incredibly tough situation. I think OP's not the jerk for not wanting that person around and not openly inviting them into their house, but I think it would be better in the long run to let him come around, especially if he's terminal. Also, I'm sure an almost 17-year-old knows what terminal means. I just think the situation is a little bit bigger than OP and the bio dad's relationship. It's just about trying to make sure that you do right by your kid and not creating a situation where your kid might resent you for a long time at least. That said, our final story of the day is, am I the jerk for pointing out that my brother lives a very privileged life? I'm 45 year old male. My older brother, 51 year old male, lives with me. He's never really been good at life. He's had a few jobs here and there, but mostly just stuff like Walmart, McDonald's, and he delivered pizzas for about a month. He's never held down a job for more than 60 days. He dropped out of high school and never bothered to get a GED, let alone any college or trade school. He mostly just sits in his room drinking my booze, smoking my pot, and eating my food while he plays whatever JRPG he's currently obsessed with. I don't mind this. I truly don't. I did well in life, and my wife invested our money very well. So we're comfortable. I have more than enough resources to support him fully for the rest of our lives, and I intend to do so. He's not taking food out of my kids' mouths. He's not cutting into their college funds. It's literally extra money that I would just be squirreling away if I didn't spend it on him. Last night at dinner, my wife told me that her brother lost his job. He worked for a company that recently had massive layoffs, so it was due to no fault of his own and asked me if we could float him some cash for bills and stuff while he finds a new job. I told her to have him just send me an estimate of how much he needs to cover six months, and that was that, or so I thought. My brother proceeded to head over to Facebook and post a rant about how people need to be more self-reliant and not ask for handouts they didn't earn. He didn't mention my brother-in-law by name, but it was pretty clear that that's what triggered his rant. I commented on his post, and I asked him how living off of me for the past 9 years was self-reliant. I told him that he is in an incredibly privileged position, because not everyone has a millionaire brother to pay all their bills for them. I also asked how the allowance I give him every week is not a handout. Anyway, a bunch of his friends from his video game started clowning on him in the comments. Apparently he tells people online that he's an investment banker. He deleted the post and hasn't come out of his room since. There's an ensuite bathroom, don't worry. My wife says it was screwed up for me to call him out publicly like that, and I could have been more respectful about it. And my aunt is furious with me for airing the family laundry, so I kind of think that I might be the jerk here. 
not for what I said, but for the fact that I said it publicly. But at the same time, I don't feel like the jerk because his rant was public too. I think if you're going to publicly throw some crap around, be prepared for the crap to be flung right back at you. That's just common sense, which I don't know how much this 51-year-old guy has at this point. I mean, I almost bet this guy's got some level of brain rot just having nine years of hanging around, sitting around playing JRPGs all day. Listen, if I was in that situation every day and I'm happy living that life and I'm just comfortable existing, I would never do anything to upset my brother. They're carrying them through life for the rest of their life. It's pretty bold to start acting like you've got much of a say to just throw harsh opinions around like that regardless. Just play your games and enjoy your easy, simple, coasting life. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.